Hey girl, welcome to Kinsco World, the online playground for boss babe entrepreneurs like you. Here in this realm, we're all about bringing your dream business to life. Let's get to it. Hello, it feels like it's been a really long time since I've done a straight up podcast episode. I honestly think it's been since my last interview, which was a few weeks ago, and then I've had some lives go up, but I don't even think any of my lives have gone up yet. I feel like in March, I took the whole month off, (laughs) basically. That's what I'm telling myself to make myself feel better because looking back, I'm like, I was so inconsistent with everything. Um, I guess mainly my podcast, it feels like. But I'm so happy to be back, and I'm so happy to be doing podcasts again. I have some really good episodes planned, and I just am excited to be back with you guys because I do think there's a different level of, like, intimacy with a podcast, which I don't know why, because I love doing Facebook Lives and Instagram Lives um, because I get to, like, talk with you guys, but I just think, like, with my regular podcast episodes, just my solo episodes, it's just me, like, sitting here and telling you everything. <laughs> Whereas with sometimes in my lives, I get like, I'll have your comments and it'll get me off track. And I love it. I think that's what's fun about lives. Like, I love the interaction. And I think sometimes that even can create better conversations because we're having these live conversations. But at the same time, I'm just excited to kind of go deeper with you on some of these topics that I haven't had a chance yet to talk with you about. So I'm super excited. Um, and today's episode is something I felt like I needed to do for a really long time. Um, it's a scary episode for me to do for a lot of reasons, but I feel like personally, I want to do it just like as part of my healing process. And I also feel like there's a lot of people out here who are maybe going through similar things. Sorry, I keep like grabbing my lip. I bit it, I guess, (laughs) earlier and I didn't realize it. And now it's like, as I'm talking, I can feel this bump inside my lip and it is really annoying. (laughs) Maybe I need to record another day. That's my like subconscious trying to get me to not do this episode, maybe. Um, But anyways, I feel like there's probably some of you, I don't know if it's a lot of you, but some of you who have gone through these same type of things, whether it's as as, as, serious as being cheated on or maybe even more so serious, um, I know, like, I just feel like relationship shiz affects us so much, especially as women, because we internalize everything and we blame ourselves for everything and... It like obviously this is a business podcast and all I talk about is business and all I think about is business. But what I really want to like get across with this episode is okay, so I had this crazy thing happen, like this crazy experience in a relationship I was in, and I just want to talk about the ways it affected my business and it affected me, which directly affects your business, and the things that I learned from it. And I think if you've like if you're in a completely healthy relationship, first of all, give your husband or wife a kiss because or boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever, because it's hard. It is hard out here and I see my friends in amazing relationships and I'm just like, you should be so thankful. Even if they do stupid stuff, like everybody's going to do stupid stuff, but give your loved ones a kiss because it's a hard world out there. I'm not trying to be negative on here. It's fine. Like I'm fine, um, but sometimes I'm not fine and like that's okay too. So 
I guess I'll just like go into the story of everything that's happened. I feel like I've talked about things kind of in like different courses and the things that it's taught me, but I've never just laid out the story and talked about the things that I've learned from it. And honestly, it's been, how long has it been? Almost a year? No, it's been over six months since this has all gone down and I'm still finding things that have, are like still really affecting me. And so I feel like it's like a really, it's a long process. And I've had people message me randomly, which I don't know. I must have talked about it before. I must have like said things in my podcast or stuff about it before. I Sometimes I can't remember like what I've talked about in a course versus a podcast versus a live. So just, I don't know what I've talked about. I'm just going to tell the story like you've never heard it before. But I've had people message me and say like, how long did it take you to feel better? And I, here's the thing, like, getting cheated on being lied to in a relationship where that's like the very core of everything that you have it's like mainly the only thing you have it's the hardest thing I've ever gone through and in a, not in a way because when it all happened I'm like actually kind of getting emotional and I didn't expect this so <laughs> uh, I don't know why. I think it's just talking. Maybe it's the fact that I'm like talking about it and I know people are going to listen and that like feels kind of scary. Um, but going through that and like having somebody who this is so awkward. I'm so glad I didn't like do this on a live or something. Anyways, that's like all you have. And I've been in relationships and I've been in good relationships and I've been in bad relationships and like it sucks when they end and heartbreak really sucks. But something about like being lied to and having this situation happen and I mean, you'll, I'll tell you all the details, um, but it was like a whole nother level of, I felt like I didn't know who, and I still kind of feel like I, I don't know who I can trust and I feel like sometimes I can't trust myself because there was so many red flags the entire time and I'm a completely different person than when I first got into this relationship and but it it is like a really weird it's a weird thing like being this there's no rule book there's no guidebook like how to work out of it and there's no guidebook how you're going to process it and people process things differently and honestly for like the two months after it happened, I was okay. Like I was like really okay. And I, I think it's because that's kind of how I grieve is I just am like, F it. Like I'm not going to let this affect me. And then sometimes my healing takes even longer because it just creeps in the cracks instead of like me just facing it head on and be like, wait, that freaking sucks. Like this guy that I was going to marry was cheating on me the whole time. So anyways, from the beginning, and if, I mean, it's gonna, it's, it's all will make sense in the end. I'm not just like talking about this story to talk about it. And I also, I have struggled with knowing if I should share the exact story because I don't want you to feel like I am like asking for pity or I am like, I feel kind of silly sharing the actual story because I'm like, I like, I'm not trying to get attention or any of those things. I, 
I don't like really want to tell some of the details because I'm like really, really embarrassed at how stupid I was and embarrassed of some of the things I believed he told me. And I don't like to call myself stupid in that situation because I was manipulated. But anyways, the, the only reason I tell this story is as I've heard other women's stories of going through similar things or even going through like completely not related things, but that have made me see like it's okay to be like a powerful woman and to also like own the fact that sometimes you're not so powerful and sometimes you can get tricked and sometimes like things aren't going to go as planned. And looking back, like, I don't know. I've always been the type of person that says no, no regrets and blah, blah, blah. I don't know if I'm thankful for the experience yet. I guess I am. If, if it hadn't happened, like, I wouldn't have learned all these things. And they really are, like, really big themes in my life now moving forward. Um, but I think it still just feels so fresh that it is hard to be, like, I'm glad it happened. So I'm, I'm not glad it happened. But, oh, excuse me. I'm just being all the types of, all the types of emotional and bravery. I'm releasing all the energy. Um, but anyways, let me just get into <laughs> into it. I'll just tell a brief overview of what happened um, and then tell you like the things that I've learned from it. And I do want to say if you're like going through anything like this, I am not an expert at going through it, but I just want you to know like I'm here and it sucks. And like it's really hard. I don't know. Like every single situation is different and every single relationship struggle is different, but it's so much better on the other side. There was a moment, and I'll go into this, but where I wasn't sure, like, I kind of thought about still staying with him because you love them so much. And it's such a personal decision. I'm not going to say that you should always leave somebody if they cheated on you or that you should always stay with them. Like, it's it literally gets down to, like, what do you want? Do you want them in your life? Do you want to forgive them? Do you want to have to go through this process? You're going to have to forgive them regardless, but... You just have to decide those things on your own, but I just want to let you know I'm here and like this happens to a lot of people and especially sharing my story with friends and stuff, you would be really surprised with like how many people are going through similar things or have gone through similar things. It's not something to be embarrassed about and that's something I'm really thankful about is through this whole experience, I never was like, he did, like he cheated on me because I wasn't good enough. I knew he was like a freaking psychopath. <laughs> like it, so... I'm really lucky I never felt that way, but I don't want you to, like, ever feel that way. It is not your situation, and don't be ashamed if you, like, let it go on too long, whatever. Like, today's a new day, and you get to decide what to do. And that can apply to anything, like, in your business. Anything that you're going through where you're feeling kind of embarrassed that you've acted this way, like, just move on from that, and you get to choose how you act moving forward. You are not, like, you're not tied down to anything, you know? So anyways, to do a quick recap of this the crazy story that happened to me last year um I knew this guy I had met him like a couple years ago um I went on a date with his like roommate and friend I went on a couple dates we weren't like dating I literally went on two dates the second day I met this other guy the guy that I would go and date um and I thought he was so cool and he was so charismatic and his friend was freaking crazy um, so I wasn't interested in the friend at all, but I, I also, because his friend was so crazy, I wasn't really interested in him, but I just was like, he's cool. And like, like he was like dancing, like in like a cool way and he was sexy and blah, freaking blah. Right. But nothing ever happened. And 
I live my life, blah, date some people on and off for the next couple years. And then I came across his profile on a dating app and I was like, oh my gosh, like I remembered him because he really was like a really good looking guy. So we matched, we went out to, I don't know, we went out on a date that first night that we matched and it was really fun. He was like charismatic and very flirty and like gave me lots of attention, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then from there, it was like we were dating, honestly. And it in my mind, I I like to move slow, especially after everything that's happened. Uh, I just feel like more comfortable doing that. And I'm not like trying to rush into anything. But he was always so excited. And so like, we, we got to do this. We got to do that. Like he like, we were boyfriend and girlfriend after like a couple weeks. And he said, I love you like a couple weeks later. And I was caught up in like the fun of it, right? Like it was just like, yeah, this is awesome. And he treated me right compared to like, in a way, looking back, he didn't really. It was just that he spoke to my love languages and he knew like how to manipulate me and like what I needed and would bring me snacks all the time and would text me these long text messages. And it's like, when in reality, he wasn't at the core treating me right. So this went on, whatever. We hung out with my family a lot. Everything was awesome. And everybody was like, you like freaking found someone who like treats you right. And it was fun. It was really fun. But about a month. Oh, so this big thing, okay. Big underlining story of this. Um, he told me a few weeks in that he was undergoing like a trial, right? And, and I don't even know why I'm telling you guys this. I don't know why I'm telling you guys any of this. I just feel like you're my friends and I, I really did learn a lot from the experience. So I'm telling you, (laughs) don't listen to this episode if you don't want to. But anyways, also please just whatever. Don't judge me. I, I was being manipulated and that's that. Okay. Um, so a few weeks in, he told me that he was undergoing a trial for a girl who had falsely accused him of rape. Okay. And when I first heard it, my stomach dropped because I was really starting to like this guy and he was crying and like, it was like a very heavy thing. And I like could feel that he felt, you know, I just could feel it. I'm like very empathic and I could feel his like stress and worry over it. Um, And I am the type of person I 100% preach, like believe women and like stand with women. And I mean, now that I'm outside of the situation, it's like nine, I don't know the exact statistic, but so like 99% of women who say they got, who accuse someone of rape or sexual assault or whatever, it actually happened. Like that's not something that like people, obviously, right? Freaking obviously. Well, I got wrapped Initially, I was like, that sucks. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I was crying with him, blah, blah, blah. And then the next day, it was just like back to normal. And I'm like, okay, well, oh, excuse me. I'm like, this freaking sucks. But like, I maybe I'm supposed to be in his life for a reason. And like, maybe she did lie. Maybe like, you know, I started living into this. I started believing these stories he was telling me. And so that was something that like, underneath it all was something I was always stressing about and fast forward red flags started going off girls started texting me like random girls started messaging me on Instagram from random accounts saying you're because I had started posting about him on my Instagram 
and they would say, hey, like, I saw your boyfriend at the club with another girl, which... By the way, like, I don't really date people like this. Like, even the fact that somebody messaged me, like, this random girl is messaging me that she saw my boyfriend at the club with another girl. Like, we live in freaking, I lived in Orem, Utah. Like, this kind of stuff is very unreal to me. So I was just like, what? And I freaked out. I was crying. He came over. He said his first story. So this probably happened four or five times, and he always had a different story, and he was so believable. Um, But the first story was that one of his friends was mad at him and created this fake account, right? And even one of his friends came over and was talking to me about it. It was like this whole thing, right? So I was like, okay. But that instilled in me this fear of like my DMs. And I still, I have actually just realized that I am still holding on to that. That's like something that I haven't let go of because then for the rest of like our relationship, I was just in constant fear of someone messaging me on Instagram and like saying that my boyfriend was cheating on me. And so this happened a few more times. It happened with a couple more girls. And guys, can you believe this? Can you believe that literally I like I just was like, yeah, they're wrong. They're like and he would say stuff like people they're watching us and like they know we're both so successful. And so of course they're going to try to take us down when you're like showing up and like being successful, like people are going to try to take you down. And I was like, yeah, you're right, I guess, blah, blah, blah. So moving forward, this happened over the course of months and six months in, he was like, he had talked marriage from the beginning, which if you know, like Utah culture, it's a normal thing to get married kind of quick. I am not for that. Like I am not for the getting married really quick, especially after the situation now. But I was kind of like woozy towards it, but I was also wrapped up in it. Like I was wrapped up in him being quote unquote, like obsessed. Like it was like this thing where he just like fed my attention and my ego. And so I was like, down and in the back of my head there was so many triggers right like these things felt like red flags but then he would just come in and like manipulate so he had asked my dad if he could marry me my parents were absolutely obsessed with him in love with him he put on this charade for them and they they just absolutely loved him so he had asked my dad he had bought a ring I kind of had a feeling I was going to get engaged that next weekend because we were going down to St. George for something and I just like had kind of a feeling. I'm very intuitive, right? But my, I wasn't listening. (laughs) So I had a feeling and that weekend before he had bailed on me and said he was doing these things for like church. He, he had to go do these things for church and I was having an anxiety attack over the, the whole course of this, my anxiety got unreal and I really do think it was it was like my intuition trying to like tell me to like take a look at my life I really I'm a big believer now of like look at your anxiety look at your emotions and figure out what they're trying to tell you and sometimes it can be from triggers in the past uh because now I definitely get anxiety from triggers that just remind me of that experience that have to do with nothing um but So anyways, I was having like a crazy anxiety attack and had texted him all these things. He wasn't really texting me back, but I knew he was supposed to be this church thing. And I was like sobbing, sobbing in my bed. And I just had this thought, like, I can't let my anxiety define me. I have to like get up and do something. And so I got up and went on a drive and I literally was in this and I have no idea why I asked this or why I did this. But I just like said a prayer, like an out loud prayer. 
please help me to know if he's cheating on me. And I had, like, the clearest ping of, like, go to his apartment. Just go check in his apartment. And, oh, my gosh. Like, I remember that drive over there. It's, I think I knew. Like, in that moment that I had a feeling to check his apartment, I knew. But I really wanted to be wrong. I just really wanted to be wrong. And so I pull up into his apartment and I see his car is there. And my heart just, like, sunk. So I went up to his room um his roommates were there he was in his bedroom and I walked back to his bedroom and opened I never went to his apartment like I had never met his roommates we just always hung out at my house because his apartment was kind of gross and anyways opened up the door there was a girl in bed he was walking forward you can like assume what happened I don't know what happened (laughs) obviously but there was a girl in his bed who I had no idea who it was and he was supposed to be at this church thing so I slapped him (laughs) I actually had like an epic moment of like power um that kind of I think is what helped me get through it was the fact that I like owned it and I was just like fuck you sorry for my language but I slapped him said that, and walked out. And then I wish I could say that I never saw him again, but (laughs) that's not the truth of the story anyways. Uh, So he came over to my house, which really actually freaked me out because at this moment, I I really felt scared. I felt scared of ever, because this person, it's, it's not a feeling of like, um, like sadness to me it was a feeling of fear because I had no idea who he was I I felt like I knew this person I knew everyone he talked to and hung out with and like he has this random girl in his bed as I'm calling him having an anxiety attack uh and looking back like I've I've done some like figuring out and the times I've had my craziest anxiety attacks I think it was directly linked to he was like doing things um which is so crazy like our bodies are just trying to help like I don't know. It's just so, I, I think it's my intuition. I also think it's like God and there's just so much that is wrapped into it that is always constantly trying to help us and let us know when stuff is wrong. Um, but so he tried to, the next week I was just like, I don't know what we are because it was so hard because he was the only person I've actually been able to picture a future with, the only person I've been able to picture having kids with, the only person that like, I actually felt like I was myself around, um, which looking back, I still was being a version of myself. I felt like I had to be, but it was just really hard because in my mind, I was like, did he just make a mistake? So he came over, told me nothing had happened. It was a girl, an ex who had come over and like, she was in the bed. He never got in bed with her. Told me this whole freaking lies, like a string of lies, right? Uh, so I was like, I don't know, like we're nothing right now. Give me some time to think about it. And in the meantime, my family booked a trip to Denver. So I was going away to Denver the weekend we were supposed to get engaged. And I, the realization for me where I was like, this mother freaker (laughs) is just a liar was I got on his email not snooping at all like I literally I feel like the week after I I wasn't trying to find the bad you know it's like I was still trying to find the good um and 
found out that he had been downloading and logging into Snapchat for like months and he had deleted it a few months ago or probably a month into our relationship because I saw he was Snapchatting girls and I was like that's weird and he had been like he he had all these emails that he had been logging into Snapchat and I was like what the heck why did you like why have you been logging into Snapchat? And he was like, oh, and I clicked on it and it said login from Orem on like iPhone X. And he's like, oh, I gave that login to my sister. Like he was from a different country and he's like, she's been logging in there. She doesn't have one. And that was the moment that I was just like, you are full of shit. And I didn't say anything. I was just like, okay. Like I didn't have time for the drama. I was leaving to Denver in like a couple hours. And so then my trip to Denver gave me total clarity that it was done. Like, I didn't want that. I didn't, I didn't deserve that. And I've had that happen a lot of times. I have that happen with everything, with business, with life, with like big choices where getting out of the element of what you're doing every day is so powerful. If you're at a time in your life where you're like, I don't know what to do with my business. I don't know what to do in this relationship. I don't know what to do with whatever. Go on a trip and it doesn't have to be like a big serious trip. Go for a day up into the mountains without your phone or without like checking your phone all the time or without worrying about your business, without worrying about your job. Because having that peace and quiet of doing nothing is so, it like will just open your mind as to what you're supposed to do. Because I think all day long our intuition is clouded with all of these things that like are telling us conflicting information when in reality we just need to listen to like the the clear our like our intuition speaks so clear to us and like we know what we're supposed to do but it just gets clouded by all this other bullcrap so anyways it ended. I saw him like a couple times after he bought me a Gucci purse to like try to win me back and thought that like by buying me a Gucci, I would get back with him that he, he literally wouldn't leave me alone. I had to block him on everything. Um, and I, there was a few times I, so I was going to Reiki. I was doing all this energy work to like try to cleanse it. But in reality, I wasn't really sitting with my emotions and I wasn't sitting with how I felt about the whole thing. It was just like I wanted like a to-do list of like do this, do this, do this and you'll be okay. And a really big thing I've learned is life's not like that. Like our emotions aren't like that. It's not something where we can just be like, okay, I'm done with this. I'm done feeling like this. You really do have to make time to like feel those things and feel when you feel so sad and so hurt and betrayed or scared or worried or whatever. And if you sit and feel those for 10 minutes and journal it out, you're going to clear those emotions so much faster than if you just sit around carrying it like this backpack full of like emotions you haven't processed. Um, so there was a few times and I always would get so mad because I was like, how I, at a time I was like, he was doing voodoo on me because, (coughs) excuse me, because he was always like kind of freaked out of like my crystals and stuff. Um, because voodoo was like a really scary thing where he was from. I mean, voodoo is a scary thing. (laughs) I'm not like, I'm not down, but I always was like, I wonder if he did like a voodoo curse on me because somehow he always gets through. Um, because I would have these moments where like all of a sudden I like cleared something out. I felt like I moved on from something in my past and all of a sudden I would have a random text that had somehow gotten through even though I had blocked him and I thought it was him and I have since realized like come to the realization that it's been me. It has been me who hasn't let go yet and when you're still holding on and you still have those cords tying you to someone whether it's 
an ex, it's a, you know, an old business partner, an old best friend or whatever. Like we have these relationships and if we have these cords tied to them all the time, you're just carrying them around still and you're still bringing them into your life. You're still bringing their energy into your life. Um, A couple weeks ago, he called me from prison (laughs) Um, so I didn't answer. I blocked the prison, but that was the moment that I was just like, holy shit. Like what is going on? Also, how did I date someone who ended up going to prison? And then I've had all sorts of emotions. I felt all sorts of guilt that because I ended up paying like some of his lawyer fees, a lot of his lawyer fees, to be honest, um, because I thought I was doing the right thing. He he made me think that, this was true, that this girl was trying to take him down, that blah, 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 like all the freaking lies. I felt guilt about that. But on the other end, I felt guilty that he was in prison. And I wondered if there was something I could have done to help him not be in prison. You know, it's like just this battle inside my mind of feeling all these things. And then I felt really sad he was in prison. Like no one wants to feel that. The thing is like, I mean, I made jokes about it when it was happening and everything like after it happened because I I literally got a call on a Saturday night from this random number and I had the thought in my head, I bet that is him calling me from prison. I didn't know he was in prison. I hadn't talked to him in months and I literally had a clear thought like I bet that's who it is. And so it called again. I didn't answer. It called again. I answered and it was like, this is so-and-so calling from an inmate, like an inmate at blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, what the hell? And so I blocked the prison and then I honestly like took a bath and I just cried because it's, even if he deserved it, even if everything he did was wrong, it still hurt so bad that someone that I loved and someone, it also is like a really scary feeling that I brought him around all my family. Like my sisters were like in love with him, you know, he was not in like a weird way, but he was just so charismatic that like he fooled everyone. And so I feel guilty about that. There's just so much guilt. And so since then, I really do feel like I've made a lot of progress and like moving on. Um, and I've had realizations even in the past couple weeks that have helped me move on even like with more clarity. But I do want to share like that. I mean, I can't believe it happened to me even sitting and like telling the story. It's just a feeling of like, I guess, embarrassment that I let that go on for so long and that I was so easily manipulated. And I think one of the really big things that I learned is so the past, what he would say when I would start to have suspicions is he never got mad. He was never aggressive. And I think it's just because he really, truly, like, I I think he's a psychopath for real. Um, and he knew how to, like, work with my emotions. Um, and so he knew aggression would, like, not work on me, you know? Um, so he was always really sweet and kind. And I would like be having these breakdowns and say like, I just feel like you're talking to other girls. And he would like come and hug me and say, I'm so sorry. Like, why do you feel so insecure that you think I would talk to other girls? And in my mind, I was like, I feel like I've always been confident, but am I insecure? Like it started, it bred this like insecurity complex in my head where I was like, I must be feeling insecure because he's never, you know, done anything that makes me feel like this is true. This is all just coming from external sources. He's never treated me anything but kind and blah, blah, blah. So 
I had this thing in my mind where I was like, I can't believe I'm so insecure. He like created an insecure version of me that I started to believe was true. And so because of that, and because I don't just sit around and like let these things define me, I was like, okay, like I am going to become really confident so that I don't worry about him cheating on me anymore. So I did all the things. I was like so far into self-development and so working on my confidence. I went and bought all the rose quartz things for self-love. I I did all of these things to like really work on my confidence. And I think, th- I actually know. I know that is the reason I ended up accepting the fact that he was cheating on me is because I built this self-confidence back up again. And so I truly, truly believe, like no matter what is going on in your life, when you build up your confidence and you come from a place of knowing who you are, knowing what you deserve, and being in total clarity with where you want to go, you like won't put up with that bullshit anymore. No matter what it is, if it's a crappy boss, if it's a bad relationship, if it's a friend that treats you like crap, whatever that is, you will not put up with that anymore. And that's why confidence is so, I mean, that's why I'm so excited about my course that's up for sale right now, all about confidence, confidence crash course. I am the most, I don't, I feel like I say that every single time I launch a course, but for this one, it feels really deep because I went through a time, I've always been blessed with like, confidence and I don't know if I've been blessed I just care about it I mean it's like the fact that he was telling me I was insecure and I was like okay I'm not gonna take that I'm gonna fix it so I've always known the importance of confidence and so I'm just really excited for to like teach you guys how to step into that um and I hope that moving forward I know moving forward that I will come from this different place you know But anyways, that's the story. Now, let me tell you the things I learned from it. I feel like that was a very long, but that was the quickest I could tell it. There's a lot more that I could tell of the story that is freaking crazy. But I want you to know that the biggest thing that initially I was like, this is true, is you have got to always trust your intuition. Always, always, always trust your intuition. And I remember reading things and being like, Like I would read, I would look up things, which why was I looking this up and why didn't I just get out of the relationship? I don't know. But I would look up things that were like, how to tell if your boyfriend's cheating. (laughs) And I would be afraid to look them up, but I would just, I would look them up because I would be like, this probably isn't true. And to be honest, none of the things on the list he was doing, but at the very end, people would always say, but you have to trust your gut. You know what's going on. And I would think that and I would sit with that and then I would be like, no, I'm just insecure. Like, cause he had, he had like, you know, gaslighted me into believing that. So always trust your intuition and that applies to everything since running my business, since that moment and just in life in general, I have said like, I am never doubting that. I am never doubting my intuition. I'm 100% going on it. If I'm in the drive-thru and I have a feeling I should pay for the person behind me, I do it. If I'm walking and I see a homeless person and I have a feeling that they need that money, I do it. If I have a feeling I need to text a friend and see if they're okay, I do it. If I have a feeling a date that I'm going to go on with a guy that I shouldn't go on it, I cancel it for real. I had a situation happen a couple months after this where I was going to go on a date with this guy and he said something that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And I was like, oh, you know what? Like, I'm actually gonna have to cancel for tonight because I just had a feeling it wasn't good. And he sent me so much hate. I've never gotten hate from a guy like that before. Like, I I have, I feel like I've been pretty lucky in my dating life up to this point, um, besides the whole cheating thing. <laughs> Cause I've been like, I think it's just cause I come from this place of knowing I don't attract too many crazy people. But, um, 
Anyways, he sent me all these crazy things and I was like, I am so glad I listened to my intuition, didn't have to go spend like hours with this guy who was not good. So in every single aspect of your life, I would just challenge you to start listening and start making time to say when you're about to make a decision, when you're about to do something, just sit with yourself. And like, honestly, I will like put my hand over my chest and just center my breathing and be like, what should I do? And I always will know. Like, it's never a thing of like, I don't know what I should do. I always know what I should do. It's like a feeling in the back of your throat. But I also feel like that's something that takes practice and you have to start recognizing that feeling. So just start start asking yourself these things. You know, it's it, it can be as simple as, for me, even stuff like I will be like, should I send an email out about this or about this? Like you, you have your own private consultant living within you and like the forces of angels and God and the universe and source and whatever you want to call it. It's here for you. And we just hustle through life without checking in. And I think that's one of the things that I've really applied to my business that has changed everything is just checking in and going, okay, what should I do? What should I sell? What should I do a podcast on? It is really freeing actually to not have to be coming from this place of like such control. The other thing that I learned is the most important person for you to forgive and the person you're going to probably be the last to forgive is yourself. And forgiveness is one of the most powerful forces. Uh, It's like right up there with gratitude. It will bring so much good into your life. Um, but what I'm learning is it's really easy for me to forgive other people and it's easy for me. I mean, it was almost easy for me. It wasn't easy, but I could see myself maybe letting him back in. And honestly, it wasn't coming from a place at the end. I don't feel like me thinking about staying him was coming from a place of insecurity. It was coming from a place of, I truly, truly deeply loved him. And I also had forgiven him. You know what I mean? Like it was like, I, had really moved on from that. And what's been really hard for me is forgiving myself and forgiving myself for putting myself in that situation, putting my family in that situation, putting my friends in that situation, like anybody that had to have any sort of involvement with this, that's what's really hard to forgive. Uh, And I've learned that the more I forgive myself and the more I move on and the more I normalize it and talk about it, the easier it is and the less it feels like a weight on my chest. Um... So that applies to everything. I did a Instagram TV about forgiving yourself and about like, cause I talk about don't buy followers. Okay. But what happens if you've already bought followers, right? Are you supposed to carry this weight on your chest all the time that you have bought followers? No, forgive yourself and move on. Like it's a new day and you get to choose however you're going to act. And so that should feel so freeing. The only time it's not a new day is if you're carrying on to the past, if you're holding on to the past for the next day and the next day and the next day. So I have just really learned like the power, excuse me, the power of forgiving myself and how much freedom that creates in my life. Uh, Another thing that I really learned was you are, I was the one attracting the things into my life that I didn't want. I was the one that was still holding on to him. I was the one that was still and probably still kind of am. I mean, I'm really working on it, but I was the one who like was refusing to let go. And of course he can do these things. He can keep calling me. He can like, I can block him, but there's a certain point. Like I can't control what he does, but I can control how I feel about it. And what was really hard is every single time he would reach out, I would have an absolute breakdown. I would be sobbing. I would be 
sad I would be lonely it was like all these emotions came up and he couldn't control that like he he can text me but he can't control how I feel and so coming to the realization of like I was attracting him back into my life because I wasn't ready to let go. And so if you have things in your life that you're like, this keeps happening. Why does this keep happening? Look at yourself and look at what you can't let go of and what you're trying to bring back into there. We can become addicted to a certain feeling. We can become to an addiction, like we can become addicted to feeling sad. We can become addicted to feeling unhappy. We can become addicted to feeling like discontent. And on the same, on the other side of things, you can become addicted to feeling happy. You can feel like start becoming addicted. That's like a hard, I'm having a hard time saying becoming addicted. It feels very, I have to enunciate a lot. You can become addicted to feeling grateful and those are the best addictions to have because in any situation you're going to find yourself gravitating towards that energy and that's just going to bring so much more into your life. But look at yourself and look at what you're holding on to. What emotions are you holding on to? What are you trying to bring to yourself? Um, and that's what I noticed with my DMs is literally every single time if you've ever DM'd me, sometimes I'm good about responding, but maybe you've DM'd me and like I've never DM'd you back. Um, a lot of that is like it's hard to stay on top of it, but something that I realized in the past couple weeks is every single time I got a DM, there was like a pit in the bottom of my stomach of is this like a girl messaging me saying something awful? And it was just because of everything that had gone down with those. And it was so invasive when they were messaging me because I'm like, this is my business. And so letting go of that because it felt directly correlated to my business because they were messaging me on my business account, right? That's the only account I have. And so letting go of that has also been really big. I mean, I can already feel a weight like lifted off in the past couple weeks since I've moved on from that. Okay, another really big one. Letting go creates a vacuum. So when I broke up with him and like moved on and I I don't know if it's the actual, I think it's both. I had so much more time in my life as well as so much more energy. And because of that, the universe filled the holes with whatever I wanted it to be full of, right? So at the time and still, that is full of my business. And it was like, as soon as I ended things with him, as soon as I cut off this toxic relationship, even though energetically I still kind of had some ties, um, straight away, I had my most successful month ever by a long shot. And it has only skyrocketed since there, since then. So I'm like such a person that will tell you if you feel like you're holding on to a toxic relationship, whether it's with a family member, a friend, a boyfriend, or what, like whoever it's with this toxic relationship, you don't owe them anything. You need to move on. Like you, it's just, I get so frustrated now with toxic relationships because you don't have this time. Like, why are you wasting the time in this thing when you could be building an empire or when you could be building something with somebody else that would really last? Uh, and that's something that I just know of with complete surety now is like whatever you let go of will create a vacuum for good. It will create a vacuum for what you're trying to attract. Okay, and the last thing, um, I mean, I kind of touched on this, but build your confidence and all the good things will flow to you. You will become the most magnetic person ever. And you will learn to listen to your intuition more when you have more confidence. Um, Again, I think that was really what helped me move out of it. And that was what helped me, you know, I saw him a couple times after the breakup, but out of getting like phone calls and texts every single day for months, 
I like had a lot of confidence and a lot of surety in myself to be like, no, like I don't want that. I don't deserve that. Right. And I think that happens in anything in business. One of the weeks in the confidence crash course, we're going to talk about letting go of the things that you don't deserve. And there's so many things in our life that we don't deserve the way we treat ourselves, the way others treat us, the way we treat others. There's so much that like we need to stop and we need to let go to rise to our most magnetic selves. Um, so yeah, I hope that like all made sense. I feel like I've talked, I don't even know how long I've been talking. Let me see. I think I can check my 43 minutes, a 43 minute solo episode. (laughs) It'll be even longer with that when I tie everything in, but I hope that all made sense. If not, I was just, and I, I kind of like, I just want you to feel not like a heavy about it, but look at your life and look at the toxic things in it. Um, it's obviously, it could be as serious as someone cheating, or it could be as light as someone like sometimes making sarcastic comments that hurt your feelings. And it doesn't always have to mean cutting the person off. It could mean telling that person, Hey, when you say sarcastic stuff like that, it kind of hurts my feelings. And honestly, that's something that I've started doing that I never did before, but just communicating with people, like letting somebody know when something hurts your feelings and then it's over. Like that person probably doesn't mean to hurt your feelings. Um, so just like, saying that straight up and communicating things with people and realizing what you deserve and what you don't deserve is so powerful. If you haven't yet, get in on my confidence crash course. If you, if any of this has resonated with you, if any of it hasn't resonated with you, I truly feel, um, my friend Lexi bought the course and I was like, what are you doing? I would send the course to you for free, but she's just the best anyways. But she was just like, she's one of the most confident people I feel like I know. And she just said, everybody can use a confidence boost. And it's so true. Literally everybody can use it. And guess what? I, even as I've been planning through the content, I, so one of the things that includes is 20 confidence prompts of things you have to complete over the four weeks. And as I was like writing them down and coming up with them, I was just so excited because I, first of all, am excited slash nervous to do some of the confidence prompts myself. They're like hard things to do. Um, but also on top of that, it just feels like everyone needs this. I wish I could make every single person in my life do this because I know it would benefit them so, so much. And it's such a low price. If you get in on the early bird, which you would have to listen to this episode today, the day it goes live to get in on it, but it, you save a hundred dollars full price. It's only one ninety nine. There's a payment plan you can get in on, um, for 40, nine, I think. No, it's probably more than that. I don't know. I haven't created the payment plan for the full price yet. It'll probably be 55. Um, but you can get in for under a hundred dollars with the payment plan and literally change your life. Like I'm just so excited. I'm really excited about this. Like I now let me switch the energy to like excitement instead of that heavy topic, because there's so much you can do to your life once you decide to change. And once you decide to like own who you are, um, it's going to include four weeks of live video. So it's going to be in a private Facebook group, which means after we're done, I'm going to say, how did you guys do this week? How were the confidence challenges? How was the journaling? It's basically like a group coaching program, um, for under 200 bucks. It's freaking insane. Uh, the reason I'm doing the price so low is because I'm crazy, first of all, and just number, like most of all, because I really need you guys to get in on this content because I know it will change everything. It will change your life. Even if you don't have a business, having confidence in the workplace is like, 
it's the difference between having a six-figure cushy like corporate job to having a $30,000 job doing the same amount of work, right? Confidence is everything. I'm so excited to get started on this course. I'm so excited for life and I'm excited for the fact that like we get to choose who we let into our lives, right? And I can tell you, I will never be letting some somebody so toxic into my life again. And I hope you can say the same because you don't deserve it. No one deserves it. Uh, so like own who you are, own what you deserve and own your best life. That was a cute little like slogan. I just pulled that out of my butt. Okay, until next time, bye.